Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Glad that you could join us once again. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with Dr. Sarah Ringel. She's joining us here from the Janssen Pharmaceutical Companies of Johnson & Johnson to talk about the U.S. FDA approval of Stellara for the treatment of pediatric patients who are suffering with active psoriatic arthritis. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Dr. Sarah Ringel, thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and I really appreciate you taking some time uh, to discuss this uh, this development. My pleasure, my pleasure. Well, tell our listeners a bit about yourself and tell us about your role at Janssen. I'm a pediatric rheumatologist, and I serve as a clinical director uh, in drug development and immunology at Janssen. Specifically, I work on the pediatric development team, which means I specifically work on uh, developing uh, pediatric indications in the rheumatic space uh, uh, for new uh, new drugs and indications. Pediatric psoriatic arthritis, is it simply that it's active in children, that it's pediatric psoriatic arthritis, or are there differences in pediatric uh, psoriatic arthritis as opposed to psoriatic arthritis uh, found in adults? So it's considered to be mainly a spectrum. Uh, in pediatrics, we use a different classification uh, system than used in adults. So in uh, children uh, with pediatric uh, psoriatic arthritis, they're, gener they're by definition uh, less than are uh, equal to 16 years of age when they have disease onset, and they have some other associated features like psoriasis, uh, enthesitis, dactylitis, dactylitis, dactylitis is sausage digits, uh, and may have some other features uh, like uveitis. Many of these features are shared with adults with uh, psoriatic arthritis, uh, but it's also considered to be somewhat of a different disease because it can manifest differently, uh, particularly in younger children. What are some of the symptoms and are they easily identifiable from some other type of rash? So in general, uh, this diagnosis uh, can take some time to make and generally uh, requires some input from different uh, specialists, including dermatologists and rheumatologists. Uh, the rash in psoriasis is generally similar to what you see in adults uh, with uh, thickened plaques um, and can be differentiated from uh, other rashes like eczema, uh, and uh, poison ivy in consultation uh, with your doctor. Um, some of the other findings, uh, like joint inflammation, uh, can be hard to um, detect in younger children who may not necessarily complain of joint pain uh, or who may manifest uh, symptoms differently. So generally, it requires a full uh, joint exam uh, and evaluation by a rheumatologist. It's also important to um, exclude other conditions uh, that can cause joint pain um, so that you're certain with the diagnosis prior to moving forward with treatment. Are there certain things that parents and maybe teachers should be looking for in kids that would trigger a red flag response? So in general, anytime a child has joint pain that's limited in their usual activity, uh, that's uh, something that uh, they would want to work up with their healthcare provider. Uh, joint swelling, loss of range of motion, pain in the joint, uh, those are all some uh, things that should be brought to uh, their physician's attention. Um, also changes in normal activity. So a child who, uh, you know, a toddler who may not be verbal yet may not be able to express it, uh, to their parent that something hurts, um, but they may be uh, noticed to, uh, to be uh, moving slowly in the morning or limping um, or otherwise not engaging in their usual activity. And those are symptoms that the parent or caregiver would want to bring to attention to their doctor. Now, obviously, nobody wants kids to, to suffer, but what was the reason that Janssen sought this approval for Stellar for this particular uh, indication? 
So Jansen really recognizes that uh, juvenile psoriatic arthritis is an important uh, category of juvenile arthritis. Uh, it can be hard to treat, um, and it can certainly uh, impact uh, patients and their families' quality of life, um, their ability to participate in normal uh, daily activities, uh, can cause pain, and over time, if not appropriately treated, it can lead to joint damage and disability. So Jansen really recognizes the importance of treating this disease and the need for expanded treatment options for these families. What was some of the research and maybe some of the trials that were done in search of this approval for this indication? What were some of the key findings that made Stellara a great candidate for this? So, uh, you know, Stellara is the first and only biologic targeting both cytokines uh, it, uh, called interleukin IL-12 and IL-23, um, which are known to uh, play important roles in inflammation in uh, psoriasis and uh, psoriatic arthritis and other disease processes. So the approach that Janssen took uh, was uh, with this FDA approval was to use an approach called extrapolation. Uh, this is borrowing uh, of data from other uh, clinical trials in related conditions. Um, so in this case, uh, Janssen borrowed data that were generated from uh, pediatric psoriasis trials um, to look at pharmacokinetic, also called PK, uh, and safety data. And then they borrowed uh, efficacy data from um, the adult trials in psoriatic arthritis. This approach is really important because juvenile psoriatic arthritis is not a very common disease. So as you might imagine, uh, fully enrolling a large clinical trial in this disease uh, just isn't feasible. So this approach was really important uh, in um, you know, finding ways to get uh, effective and safe treatments to children uh, in uh, an efficient way. Now, I'm not sure if I asked you before, what is the age range for this approval? So the age range is for uh, for this uh, indication for pediatric psoriatic arthritis is uh, greater than equal to six years of age and up. Is there a particular reason why it starts at six years of age and up? So this was really based on um, the disease ep epidemiology and features that are present uh, and the patients most likely to benefit. What are some of the known side effects in children with psoriatic arthritis? Are they similar to the side effects that adults would experience using the same compound? The, uh, the safety profile of uh, Stellara has been established through uh, several trials now, including the pediatric uh, psoriasis, adult psoriasis, uh, um, and the adult uh, psoriatic arthritis uh, clinical trials. And the safety profile is expected to be similar um, with um, uh, you know, just close uh, monitoring for infection uh, and injection site reactions can be some of the most common. But overall, the safety prof profile has been uh, previously well established uh, in these other clinical trials and is expected to be similar uh, in children with uh, psoriatic arthritis. Doctor, what does this FDA approval and treatment option actually mean now for patients and their families? So, so it's an important addition to um, the treatment options that uh, pediatric rheumatologists and adult rheumatologists who treat this condition uh, can use. And it's exciting for families because one of the fears that uh, patients and their families may have when they get this diagnosis is will there be a treatment that's effective for them or will they have a treatment that's effective but then over time they can't tolerate it or it loses its effectiveness. So having additional treatment options available uh, is, is really important and is an exciting, um, like I said, an exciting uh, step for families to know they have one more uh, treatment option uh, for their child. Well, doctor, is there anything that you'd like to add for our listeners and then give us a website where we can learn more? 
So I just would really like to highlight uh, that, uh, you know, Jansen's work on Stellara has brought forward another treatment option for children children with uh, psoriatic arthritis, uh, which we know may be hard to treat. So we're excited that there's a new option available for families. We're also excited about this the use of the extrapolation approach, which help, which hopefully will benefit additional uh, products in the future. Uh, the website to go to is stellarahcp.com. Well, thank you for joining us here and lending us some of your time this evening. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Sarah Ringold. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.